Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Simply Disciple podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Martinez. So glad that you'd be spending part of your day here with us on this podcast episode. Most Christians feel unqualified and unprepared to make disciples. So we exist to help simplify disciple making so that you can live out your faith and impact others. I'm so glad we're here today back with this episode because we're talking about the big trifecta, right? The three pillars to any transformative study group. And so I I say the word study group because I want to imply discipleship groups, Bible study groups, life group, connect group, I mean, whatever you call your group that meets together to study God's word and pursue Christ together as a group. So I just say study group, what are the three pillars, the three things that you have to have that are essential, necessary, and crucial for you to have a successful, transformative, and effective, and impactful group? So whether it's you as a leader or you as a follower in the group who say, man, how can I stir this up as a group? I want to share this with you uh, today. But before we get started, I want to encourage you to download my free online Disciple Maker Workshop, Four Steps to Live Out Your Faith and Impact Others. I'll leave a link below in the description. But essentially, that is a free gift to you, about a 40-minute workshop where you get to learn all my best tips, tools, and strategies on how you can become a better disciple maker. So if you don't know where to get started, you know where to go, or you know how you know what you're doing, you just need extra tips on how you can keep going and become better, go ahead and check out that online disciple maker workshop down below. Okay, so now let's get started talking about the three pillars, right? The trifecta that you need to have to have a transformative study group. And so here they are. I'm just going to give them to you. Ready? And we'll talk about them. As we go. So the first one is support. The second one is challenge. And the third one is structure. So we need to have support. We need to have challenge and we need to have structure in that group. So when we think about support, we need to have a, a group of people who want to encourage one another, love one another, connect and care for each other. So whether that's somebody in the group is going through a hard time, maybe they're going through a job transition or the loss of the family, or something along those lines, you need to be able to support them in that endeavor. Or, on the other hand, what if it's a celebration, right? Maybe someone's having a baby, uh, and you get to say, man, we want to support you by buying you diapers. I don't know, something along those lines. You need to have a group that supports and cares for one another. It is so crucial, especially in today's world. I just think of how uh, rampant isolation is, uh, depression, anxiety, those kinds of things. What a gift to the world for us to have a group that is bent on supporting one another. I uh, read the other day, and I think it's Second Timothy, maybe it's chapter 1, uh, where Paul is talking to Timothy, and he's being rem- he says, I reminded myself of your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice and their faith. Like, what kind of support does your group have? Does your group have the kind of support where you know each other's mothers and grandmothers' names? Like, how challenging is that, right? The fact that Paul knew Timothy's grandmother and mother's names. Do we, do we, are we at that level as a group of connection and vulnerability and intimacy and support where we know each other's families' names? Uh, right? So if we get together, we asking about, you know, how's your son so-and-so doing? How's your mother so-and-so doing? Or how, how are you doing? in the midst of so-and-so's transition, you know, like, are we at that point of support as a group? You know, I even think of if someone's coming into the group and they're just distraught, right? Something's happened, something's wrong, uh, and they come to the group, man, you need to be able to put your arm around them, right? Weep with those who weep and mourn with those who warm, laugh with those who laugh, those kinds of things. 
So can your group say, we're willing to set aside the things that need to be talked about in God's word or prayer just to sit with that individual and talk with them and be with them? Uh, maybe someone goes, gets a cup of water, somebody else grabs a blanket, you know, somebody else just puts their arm around them, those kinds of things. Are we supporting each other as a group? Because in today's world, it is so necessary that we support one another because we, uh, let's be honest, uh, so many of us don't like going deeper in relationships. So can we as a group say that we are supporting one another? What does that practically look like? And is my heart in it too, right? Am I just checking off a box to support this person across from me or am I really loving them, praying for them uh, throughout my week and then coming together as a group and really being intentional and supportive in that group? So the first one you need to have as a transformative study group is support. Do you support one another? The second one is challenge. Are you challenging one another in the faith? Right? Are we actively pursuing Christ in a way that we are being regularly challenged in our faith to grow? Right? There's this concept in psychology called cognitive dissonance, where if you're not being challenged, you're actually not growing. Right? It's a whole, it's, I mean, it's a legit thing. So are we being challenged in our study group in the faith? So I think of things like, are we memorizing some verses together? Maybe it's one verse a week, one verse a month. I don't know, something along those lines. Uh, maybe we're being challenged in God's word, right? When we come together, we wrestle with what God's word is saying. Maybe we're going through a very difficult passage we don't know, or, or maybe we're like, wow, this is hard to believe. This is, this is a hard passage to understand. Are we being challenged in that? As I wrestle with God's word, we're being challenged in accountability, right? Are we are being challenged outside of the group to pursue holiness and righteousness with those around us. We're being challenged uh, by the way that we share our faith with those around us, right? Maybe we're being challenged and saying, man, once a month, let's as a group host uh, a big neighborhood get together and invite our friends who don't know Jesus. And that way we together can be sharing the gospel with those around us and building relationships at the same time, right? So that's challenge. Are we being challenged in our faith? And I would say for the most part, a lot of groups might be lacking this one because we might be coming together. Support might be heavy on. We might be super heavy on support, fellowship, encouragement, caring for one another. And then we just open up the Bible and, and maybe at times it's like, man, this is like pulling teeth. You know, we're not being challenged. We're just kind of falling asleep. And so maybe that's not the case for you. Maybe that is the case for you. And you're like, man, this is what we need. We need some challenge. We need to be uh, growing, right? In the Bible, when it talks about iron sharpening iron, if you ever heard that concept, you know what happens when iron sharpens iron? Friction, right? Friction comes together. And there's heat, you know, and there's uh, sparks, you know, and those kinds of things. That's a challenge, right? But you're growing in light of that. You're being sharpened on the other side of that. So is there challenge in your group to some degree, in some capacity? Now, that may look different per group. You know, maybe you're at a level where you're like, you know, we just need to open up God's Word and read it together. That's awesome. Or maybe you're like, you know what, we need to move beyond that uh, and and challenge each other to be reading a book of the Bible a month together. You know, I don't know, maybe we break it up chapter by chapter each week, something along those lines. Are we being challenged in our faith as people, as individuals, as a group? Are we being challenged? And if there is challenge, I'm telling you, it's crazy. But if there's challenge in your group, people want to stick around. People want to stick around. Uh, so I want to encourage you, have some challenge in your group as a group. Okay, so the third one is structure. So we have support, right? Are we caring for one another? Are we encouraging one another, praying for one another? 
And then we have challenge, right? Are we being challenged in our faith, in our pursuit of Christ-likeness, in our pursuit to make disciples, right? And then lastly is structure. So is there an expectation when you walk into that group that this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen? Now, that doesn't mean that all the time, you know, you always hit those things, right? Maybe, like I said, somebody comes in, they're distraught, you need to drop everything and talk to that person about a loss of a loved one, right? Something like that. But for the most part, do uh, the people in your group show up to the group and have an expectation of what we're going to do? Are we going to talk about a book that's not uh, like a book outside of the Bible that we've been reading on our own? Are we talking about what we've been reading on our own in the Bible? Are we going to open up God's Word together as a group? Are we expecting to come and there be a meal prepared by somebody in the group? Or a potluck, you know, everyone chips in and brings a different meal. What are we expecting in the group? There has to be some kind of structure in our group. Now, uh, a lot of people might say, oh, we love winging it. We'll just, we'll just, whatever God does, He does it, and, and maybe you never get around to praying together. I don't know, something like that. I just want to encourage you, have a little bit of structure in your group, right? Is there an expectation? We come to this group every single week in the chaos of our life, in the business of our life. Can we come to this group and expect these three things, four things to happen every single time, to have some kind of steady foundation in that group? So is there structure? So, I want to encourage you with this. You need to live in light of the tension of those three things, right? There is a tension that exists between those three things, support, challenge, and structure. Maybe one week you lean super heavy towards challenge, right? And and maybe there's some sin that's been brought up and and it's just like, hey, we're going to lay it lay out the Bible and say this is a wrong thing and, and we need to grow in light of this passage, right? Uh, well, where's the support in that, right? So the tension between that, the support could be, man, I want to encourage you in light of the sin that the gospel is true for you if you're in Christ and that Jesus loves you and died for you uh, and, and is now the mediator on your behalf, right? There's the support involved in that. In the midst of the challenge, there's support, right? Uh, and so I just want to encourage you with that and say, man, maybe some weeks you'll be leaning one way, some weeks leaning one, the other way, but how can we bring the tension back in to bring the three of those at all times in the midst of our transformative study group? So ask yourself this, is there support in our group? Are we loving and caring for the members in our group, right? Are we, uh, if someone has had a baby, are we providing them with food? Those kinds of things. Or someone's going through the midst of a loss or job transition, are we supporting them in the midst of their own uh, troubles, challenges, and celebrations, right? Is there challenge in our group? Are people coming to this group and expecting to just sit back and not use their brains, right? I heard a, a, a great quote once, I'm not sure exactly where, but a mind that does not ask questions is a mind that is not intellectually alive. I'll say it again. A mind that does not ask questions is a mind that is not intellectually alive, right? So are we coming to this group and being challenged through whether it's intentional questions or the wrestling with God's word, a passage in God's word. Are we being challenged in this group? Are we growing on the other side of this, right? We're being challenged. And the last one is structure. Is there an expectation when we walk in those doors that this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen to the best of that situation, right? Is there a structure in the midst of all that? And you as the leader uh, have a responsibility to have those three things present in every group that you lead. And now if you're a follower, right, and maybe you have a desire to be a leader, you want to have your own discipleship group or something along those lines, um, you know, applying for your church or whatever, maybe you're sitting here and saying, this is so helpful when I have my own group, I can't wait to have challenge and structure uh, and support in the midst of my group. So I want to encourage you with that, uh, wherever you are in your uh, season, your stage of life, your maturity, 
you need to have those three things. And maybe uh, to you, you're just encouraged, right? You heard those three things and you're like, man, I'm spot on. Like, thankfully, I've been doing those three things this whole time. I'm so glad. Well, then, man, praise God, right? Praise God. Those three things are present. Continue to walk in that and press on, right? Press on in those three things. So wherever you are at uh, in the midst of these three things, I want to encourage you, have challenge, have support, and have structure in your study group. And if you have those three things, I guarantee you it will be transformative, right? You will know Christ more. I mean, imagine if you have those three things every single week. Imagine the impact you could have. Imagine the influence for Christ that you can have to have those three things, support when people need it, challenge when people need it, and structure when people need it, which by the way, is pretty much every single week. So imagine the kind of group that you would have. Imagine the kind of group that you would have if those three things were present every single time you met. I'm telling you, uh, it may not be in immediate, like when you're working out, you're like, the next day, you're like, oh my gosh, where's my abs? You're like, well, you only worked out once. But man, over the course of six months, 10 months, two years, having those three things every single time, I mean, imagine the influence and impact you would have on those individuals and as a group around you if you had those three things present. So challenge, uh, support, and structure. Okay, that's it for uh, today, guys. I want to pray for us and we'll get out of here. Father, we thank you so much for your kindness that you would allow us to even have groups to meet. We know that you yourself had a group of 12 and then within that 12, a group of three that you continued to grow and minister to. I pray that as we make disciples in this world, you would allow us to challenge each other in the face, in the faith, that you would uh, allow us to support each other in the faith and you would allow us to have structure in the midst of our groups. Let it be so for the sake of your name among the nations. Amen. 